Welcome to Insights. This is Paul Ellis, Managing Director of Ellis Wealth Management, where we encourage you to invest in what you love. Ellis Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm focused on planning, advice, coaching, and investment management. We are dedicated to the families we serve, and we encourage you to invest in what you love. Within Insights, we look at ways to make our world richer through focusing on sharing, and developing human capital. All right, what a great day it is in the Pacific Northwest. I am very pleased to have a special guest with us today, uh, Candace Barnes. Candace is a Washington native, graduated from Seattle Pacific University with a degree in marketing, then earned her MBA and post-baccalaureate in visual communications. She has a real passion for problem for problem solving and cutting through the clutter. Candace spent the first half of her career focusing on product marketing, communication, and special events, uh, specifically with large corporations, including Verizon. After making several transcontinental moves, Candace returned to the Pacific Northwest and made the transition into higher education, where she developed and marketed new and innovative graduate programs. She helped colleges with communications and fundraising, and created prospecting tools for the University of Washington, Trinity Lutheran, and Seattle Pacific University. More recently, as the executive director of the Snohomish STEM Network, Candace worked closely with economic and workforce development initiatives and local industry, finding ways for businesses to connect with the community and create partnerships and establish strong relationships. She's a graduate of Leadership Snohomish County and has served as a representative on many countywide initiatives, including COVID recovery, short and long-term planning. Candace lives with her two young daughters and husband and their, I think it's a St. Bird Doodle puppy, I'll have to ask her about that, uh, whose name is Coco. She enjoys listening to live music, cooking for family and friends, being near the ocean in any capacity, and she serves on the board of the Muckleteo Lighthouse Festival and the Muckleteo Police Foundation. She's an advisor for Leadership Launch and is always looking for ways to support her community and help individuals and businesses with marketing and communication solutions. Candace Barnes is the president and CEO of the Muckleteo Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Candace. How are you today? I'm great. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Paul. That is a lot. I don't know how people do everything that they do, but you do a lot. So <laughs> that is that is that is terrific. Hey, before we get started, I wanted to ask you the is it a Saint Birdoodle puppy? Yeah, it's a Saint Birdoodle. So you've heard a lot of doodle mixes out there. So this is a Saint Bernard and a standard poodle. So is they're it a, great. They're they're like the um, the personality of a Saint a Saint Bernard, laid back without the slobber and the shedding <laughs> that you might find. 
<laughs> now, what about the size? So she is uh, about 80 pounds and okay. they, and a female, a little bit smaller. Uh, the larger ones can get up to about 140 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I, I'm always learning. And a bird doodle. And she's at 80 pounds as a puppy? She's full grown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's full grown and um, her male counterparts can get up to 140. So they are a large breed dog. Uh, but uh, very mellow, you know. She she's pretty good with a walk around the block, okay. and uh, then she'll she'll snooze for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, we met you and I met um, for when we were doing an executive search for the Muckleteo Chamber of Commerce uh, for president and CEO, and you. You just nailed it. I mean, it was just out of the park immediately. This person is a fabulous person. This person is uh, well thought through. You had solutions and ideas and concepts, um, you know, on day one. And it's been a real pleasure working with you uh, since we began. So you do a, you do a terrific, terrific job for our community. Now, I know what... Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. That's very generous. <laughs> well, I know what you do, um, but if you could tell our audience, tell us a little bit about what does that entail? What do you do as the president and CEO of the Muckleteo Chamber of Commerce? Sure. Well, uh, it's a fancy title, uh, president and CEO, but essentially, I run a nonprofit business, and our sole purpose is to support small businesses in our community. So uh, we primarily do this through um, creating networking opportunities so that business owners can meet other business owners. Uh, We create opportunities for small businesses to connect with the community at large. And then we also look for ways to increase visibility for business owners. And then, of course, ancillarily, we also bring along um, education and training opportunities for small business. So again, if you think about any any business, um, I run that business with the sole purpose of supporting small business within the local community. What influenced you to to run or to put your to apply? Sure, well, you know I've always, in all of my jobs, I've always assisted nonprofits and uh, on the side, whether through board opportunities or volunteer opportunities. Uh, I've worked with nonprofits. And at the same time, I've always had a very strong commitment and a desire to influence and to help in the community where I reside. It's a really mm-hmm. strong kind of innate drive in me. And chamber work is precisely that. So it's helping small businesses grow and thrive, but all within kind of a micro or community setting. So that's what influenced me and really drew me to this job mm-hmm. is that kind of perfect intersection of things that um, I I really find value in doing. Was there an influence? Because there's a there seems to be a path um, in, in creating 
solutions or working together to come to solutions for either large corporations, small companies, uh, and communities. There, there's a there's a line through there. There's a, th- a thread through there. What influenced you to to gravitate towards that? Sure. Well, you know, I started out early after college. My first job was for a Fortune 50 company, and you think of all of the kind of things that go along with a large corporate job. And it was very exciting product managing um, and marketing for, you know, a a large company across a national basis, which just provided so many great opportunities and, and skill building. And it was really fun. It was um, during a time, I think you mentioned Verizon uh, was when cell phones were truly becoming mainstream accessible to all and it was it it was just a fantastic place to kind of jump start my career. However, there was always kind of this stirring in my heart for nonprofit work. Um, it's something that kind of resonated with me around supporting the greater good. Uh, and I had an opportunity after after about a decade to run a marketing team kind of on my own and to develop that in higher education and that um, I jumped on it. Mm. Uh, it was kind of that opportunity to do my own thing and kind of forage a path uh, and to take all those great skills that I'd learned and all the fantastic opportunities and use them for uh, nonprofit. So I stayed in higher ed for a little while and then I found another great, really cool opportunity that firmly bridged my, non, my new nonprofit experience with my for-profit background. Okay. And that's where I started to, uh, in the STEM network, started to develop relationships with businesses and small businesses and nonprofits and education systems. So there really became that um, kind of bullseye and, again, that intersection. And, again, the chamber job is similar, uh, still uh, using those leverages those relationships and creating opportunities, but at a more finite level, so specifically within a community. So um, that's, I think, the path. And it really does, you know, for me, just kind of checks off all the boxes. And when I come to work every day, I'm excited about the opportunities that exist and I'm excited about the challenges that exist. And I'm excited at the end of the day to feel that I've supported my community, and supported the businesses that exist there. Well, the nice thing about the chamber, uh, when you're working with a small business, you actually see the ripple effect, right? I mean, it's a one-to-one relationship. You're working with the business owner, correct? Absolutely. Yes, I see uh, businesses that um, will sometimes come to me and say, hey, I am needing to fill this particular area, whether it's, um, you know, their, their revenue um, lagging in a particular area or they need help finding a solution for something. Mm-hmm. And I will work individually with that business owner to, to come up with some ideas and then to see that actually um, have an effect down the road. So, I get an example would be a business owner came to me and said she needed 
to rent a specific space in a building somewhere that would allow her to expand her business. Mm-hmm. And I came up with a couple of options and a couple of different ideas. And we worked together to find um, specific uh, opportunities like those. And then she went, found the space, was able to contract it, and now she's expanded her business. So those are very, you know, very gratifying. And um, I think being a small business owner, you have limited, you have limited funding, you might have limited opportunities. And so for me to come alongside and say, I am, I am working for you. How can I help you? How can we do this together? Hopefully, um, and ideally that that business owner would feel some of the, maybe the stress of being kind of a sole proprietor or a small business owner and and to, to recognize the value of having kind of a, an, a partner. Right. Right. Well, and, and being able to be one-on-one with, with someone, right? Many times when people are thinking of small business, they're thinking of a small hobby business. Maybe it's something they're doing in the garage. It's something they're doing at the kitchen counter. Uh, but it can really be that. But it can be more than that, too. I mean, there's a revenue bandwidth, isn't there? There is. So, yeah, I think the uh, term small business is a bit of a misnomer because it does represent just your uh, individual sole proprietor that's maybe doing taxes out of a home office. But it really, the SBA defines small business as um, one that has fewer than 1,500 employees. It's a pretty good size. And also has a maximum or kind of a ceiling of about $40 million in annual, annual revenue. So when you think about that size of a business, it's, it's much grander. It's much more of, I would even say, probably people would consider that to be a large business. So um, it, the, the idea of a small business um, can be, again, misleading, but the chamber serves all of those in between, kind of that small business and also some of those larger small businesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we have, have, we have relationships with Boeing. We've had relationships. We have relationships with the airport, which would help small businesses in the, in the arena of communication. Because sometimes we have people from Boeing come and speak. Sometimes we have people from the airport come and speak. And we serve as a crossroads in addition to helping small business, correct? Absolutely. There's such an important uh, voice, that larger small business is such an important voice. Uh, I can think of Electro Impact, which is a local larger small business. And, you know, having uh, business owners that have grown their business and then can share those opportunities or share those insights is invaluable. So we uh, really um, treasure our larger small businesses as well as our uh, smaller small businesses. So there's room for just about everyone. Absolutely. Excellent. So Candace, share with me or with our listeners, what is the value of a chamber of commerce to a business? Um, and, and why should someone join the chamber? Sure. So I think most business business owners feel that um, a chamber of commerce 
membership is really kind of a must have. It's a kind of a basic operation need, right? So uh, it, it creates an affordable group that immediately fosters um, connections. So I see time and time again where small business owners will uh, find connections for other small business owners within our community and find ways to support each other. And that's so important. So providing an opportunity for a business owner to connect with another business owner is kind of that baseline. Um, we also serve as a voice for local business owners and industries. So oftentimes I get calls from the city or from the uh, county or even the state asking what's happening, especially this past year in COVID is, you know, especially what's happening with your small businesses. How are they doing? How are they, how are they feeling right now? And I can be that communal voice for small mm-hmm. business for our local area. Um, I think in the past, Chambers has kind of been viewed as somewhat like a socializing body. And, and that's really fantastic. It's still very valuable, that networking. But again, today, business advocacy, um, really thinking around community development, long-term strategy for supporting our small businesses, mm-hmm. um, providing education, workforce development, all of those things that uh, the local chamber does. And uh, yes, you may see that on a larger county or statewide effort, but having the opportunity to work side by side with someone locally a business owner really can feel a direct impact and a direct um, support uh, from a local representative. So um, all of these things are critical to business. And um, I think those are the primary things that a business owner can um, receive value from a chamber. So they they have the opportunity through the chamber to have the ear of city government or city council um, mm-hmm. and have a seat at the table in part of the discussions as to how policies should be shaped, considered, or altered, right? Um, Absolutely. So the value of the chamber goes beyond merely having happy hour <laughs> And sharing stories, it it really is an opportunity to have real, detailed conversations around business growth, business strategy, both within the business itself, the community at large, and also provides an opportunity for cross pollination amongst other uh, business owners. If if I understand that correctly. Absolutely. I think you nailed it on the head. Um, You know, any of these kind of the business side of business we talk about, um, they all are positive impacts. And and at the end of the day, um, it allows our businesses to thrive. And when our businesses thrive, our community has increased consumer confidence and it has increased patronage both, again, critical to business success and, and at the end of the day, helps our community be stronger and be more resilient. So it does, you know, we have a, a, a unified voice and a unified 
kind of path for small businesses and a way for uh, business owners to come together to to really, again, like you said, be that voice in in the larger um, picture. So this takes a certain level of skill set to manage all of this. What are some of the unique skills that you have that has helped you be successful in this role as executive director? Sure. Well, I think that um, the number one num- number one thing that is important is relationship building. So, um, and that takes time, uh, but you have to be able to listen and listen before you speak and be able to uh, navigate conflicts. There are a lot of different opinions, um, basic knowledge about business, because I do work with a broad swath of businesses. So having general business knowledge, um, of course, the ability to lead both in large group and small group settings. Um, And of course, that whole planning, organizing, and strategizing kind of uh, piece that's, you know, where the devil's in the detail for everything that we do. So those are some of the skills that are really important in this job and that I get to work on every day, (laughs) try to try to get better at every day. Well, sometimes it's like dancing amongst the herd, isn't it? I mean, it's, um, it, it takes uh, quite a bit of skill to manage, you know, the, the, the different people, the different focuses, Uh, of course, the chamber itself has its own um, charter, Right. We have right. we have uh, our own events that we're putting on and you also have to come before the board and share, you know, are we on target for what we need to do and and manage our business uh, as well. Is that is that correct? Absolutely. Like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's running a small business. So making sure that even as we're creating connections and as we're creating opportunities for visibility for small businesses, um, that we're not losing sight of the fact that this is a business of its own. We do have to have a, you know, a, a operating revenue that's <laughs> in the black mm-hmm. uh, and allows ourselves to grow too. So um, those are all things at the end of the day that, that are are still required um, along with, with the other bigger picture ideas. Well, you have a lot on your plate, but what I'm, what I'm really interested in knowing as well is what are you curious about outside of work, Candace? I mean, on your plate is a lot, right? Um, but what are you curious outside of, outside of work? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, I uh, I love uh, anything to do with science and math. I love just any kind of curious factoids. So I, I would think, you know, that question is fairly broad, although one of the things that I find myself drawn to is education mm-hmm. and um, really around kind of the global and our own kind of achievement gap within the education system. Um, also kind of what our educators have learned and we, what we will learn as a result of the pandemic and online experience and kind of the virtual models and um, kind of 
how we will, how things will change because of that. Um, more fun. I love music of all kinds, as you mentioned in my bio. Uh, I'm really, uh, I love to hear um, kind of uh, different genres of music mm-hmm. and different artists who kind of cross into other uh, genres to play kind of within a, kind of a combo or group setting outside of their own um, uh lost my word (laughs) (laughs) Um, the uh, kind of outside of their own genre so all kinds of music uh, and I can get lost in kind of a path of uh, YouTube videos where I could track down different artists and see that the work that they're working on or have worked on in the past and that's always fun for me to see um, how musicians are stretching their capability and kind of their um, vision of themselves and their work. So well, we a have things that I like. We have a friend in Matt Martin. Matt is with the chamber and he has a band named Legacy and they play locally. So I tell you what, I'm going to put a note in, in Matt's ear that the next time that they're playing and you're there, we're going to get you up there. We're going to try and get you up there. <laughs> I, I don't think I mentioned, Paul, that I, I, I sing. I don't sing. I just listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hey, look, we we got to tr- give it a shot anyway, right? Give it a shot yeah, anyway. Right. Well, listen, this has been really terrific. If people are interested in joining the chamber, uh, can you share the coordinates? How would they get in touch with you or the website? so that people can look at adding uh, becoming a member if they haven't and you know adding it to their marketing budget um and their marketing activities so uh, can you share that please sure yeah the url is uh org, and right on that homepage there is a big button that says there are many reasons to join the chamber and a big yellow button that says learn why. There's also a large button on there that says join. So both of those um, will get you more information about the chamber. And then there's links to me personally. You can contact me at Candace, K-A-N-D-A-C-E at org anytime. Um, you can also call the chamber at 425-347-1456. And I'd love to chat with you on how I can support you and, and your business. This has been terrific. And I know that listeners should be giving you a call and going to the website and joining. Because when you take a look at what you get for what you give or for what, you know, for for participation, uh, it can it can really change the course of your business in a in a large way. Right. Yeah. There really are two keys to receiving the benefits of chamber benefit uh, membership. One is you have to be a member. <laughs> the second key is you need to work and you know with the chamber internally and and to uh, be active and visible and. Uh, and uh, be kind of a working partner with the chamber. So 
look forward to speaking with um, our small business owners and, and in the community. Well, thank you very much. And I want to thank uh, you and all that you've done for the chamber and all that you have done for me personally. Um, it's been a real pleasure working with you and alongside of you and giving our an opportunity to make our community a terrific, terrific community. And I want to encourage everyone to always invest in what you love.